Welcome to the Wellness Magic Makers podcast. I'm your host, Katie Grant. On this show, we talk about taking your wellness business from unknown to unforgettable with a magical twist. Stay tuned for tips, tricks, and interviews to help you turn your passion into the business of your dreams. Hey guys, welcome to episode 10 of the Wellness Magic Makers podcast. It's June already. What? Summer is in full swing here in Wisconsin. Big things are happening and summer life is already starting to take over. First and foremost, I want to let you know that Virtual Visibility Camp begins on Monday, June 13th. That means that depending on when you're listening to this, you may have just a day or maybe just even a few hours left to get in on this summer camp fun. Virtual Visibility Camp is for the wellness magic maker who wants to commit their summer to taking their business from invisible to influential. Dive deep into the foundations of your business, gain the confidence you need to get visible, and lay out your strategy for bringing in new clients like hotcakes. Payment plans are available. Go to www.glamgirlglow.com slash visibilitycamp, all one word, for more details. The second thing I need to let you know is that there will be just one more episode in June, and then I'll be taking a break from the podcast until September. I may pop in with a solo episode or two since I think I'll really miss you guys, so watch social media for details on that. Um, You can also go ahead and subscribe to the podcast uh, in iTunes or Stitcher or whatever it is that you're using, and you'll get the updates right away then no matter what. I really want to try and enjoy the summer as much as possible, so I hope you understand, and I hope that this will allow you a little bit more time to get outside and love summer life as well. All right, so today's episode, I am chatting with fellow magic maker Jessica Wyman. I have no recollection of where it is that we met, but I absolutely am so incredibly happy that we did meet because she is such an inspiration for all of the health coaches out there. Jessica is a homegrown Idaho girl, and her passion for outdoors is a big reason why she focuses on work-life balance. Jessica is a nutritionist, yoga teacher, author, speaker, and host of her own TV show, Jessica's Clean Eats, and she's also co-founder of her wellness program, Clean and Lean Health Academy. It's her passion and pleasure to help people live a clean and lean lifestyle and to make it easy. And she is offering up a free challenge and five-day guidebook. Be sure to check out the show notes at glamgirlglow.com slash podcast to get in on that. So let's go ahead and chat with Jessica. All right, so... Jessica, I am so excited to be here chatting with you today. Yes, thanks, Katie, so much for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) You are up to so many amazing things, and you're really kind of all over the place, but doing it all really well, from getting into pageants to writing your book. I know that was a little while ago, but it still sits on my bookshelf with a little bit of pride behind it. Oh, 
You have your new TV show on your local TV station. You're doing speaking gigs. The list really goes on and on. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey from where you were to where you are now? All right. So let's see. Three years ago, I was in corporate banking and I did that for 15 years. And one day I just had like this big aha that it wasn't for me anymore. And partly because I'd already cut back to part-time and they wanted me to go to full-time, which was great because I was already a certified nutritionist and yoga teacher. So for me, it was the perfect opportunity to jump into my business once and for all. And I would say the first year and a half to two years, I really just tried a lot of different things, but didn't necessarily know what was right for me. Mm -hmm. And the last year and a half, I really refined it by knowing what to say yes to and what to say no to. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, a lot of different things. And um, I like to be involved in a variety of things. And I think that's part of what fuels me and keeps me going and keeps me interested in my industry. Yeah, for sure. So what would you say um, intrigued you about the wellness world or what led you to kind of going that route in the first place? Yeah, that was a combination of my son having some food sensitivities and then my husband being diagnosed. Well, he went to the ER and had pancreatitis. He was too young and didn't have any of the typical factors that would cause him to have pancreatitis. And after the second time of being hospitalized for it, under the age of 30, I was like, something's something's wrong. And the doctors can't figure it out. And they kept just saying, well, Let's just hope it doesn't happen again. And that wasn't satisfactory to me. And I realized while we thought we lived a healthy lifestyle because we were really active, Mm -hmm. uh, we were eating out of the drive-thru a lot, like sometimes three times a day, a lot. (laughs) That is a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, that's not good for you. (laughs) And I became a certified nutritionist as a result. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's – that's, you know, most people don't just dive straight into that side of it when something like that comes up, but good for you for going straight into it. Um, so you went to IAN. What kind of fueled you continuing to go, you know, away from the nutritionist side of things and into the health coaching? I think part of that was also related to becoming a certified yoga instructor and just realizing it's not just nutrition or it's not just yoga and it's this whole having a holistic approach to your entire lifestyle. And my local nutrition school had relocated to another state and people kept asking me where they could study. And I had so many friends who were graduates of the IIN. So I was referring them to IIN and finally I was like, you know what, let me check this out and see what I keep referring everyone to. (laughs) (laughs) And it was amazing because it really is like the global aspect of your life, not just isolated pieces. Right. Yeah. So you do a really great job of sharing your world on social media for all of your followers to see. And I know that a lot of coaches really struggle with letting people into their actual kind of real world behind the scenes kind of thing. How do you decide what to share and what to keep for yourself? I'm one of those people that um, I probably share more than others. And I'm just really comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I tend to share a lot about like my children, but I actually keep a lot of their lives still really private. I share 
about my kids and how it's involved in the industry versus just everything about my kids. And so right. I think, is it industry specific? Yeah. Okay. That's a really great question to ask, um, you know, when you're debating whether or not to to get something like that out there. Yeah. Like, would this benefit the people who are following my Facebook page? Right. Are they other mothers or um, people who want to know about what kids are doing? Yeah. Rather than just posting, you know, the cute kid pics all the time or flooding your wall with things about them when it really doesn't have any bearing on the industry. Yep. And now they're teenagers. So they're also like, are you going to post that on Instagram? <laughs> they don't necessarily want me to post all this stuff either. So they're right. pretty verbal on their own about what I should and shouldn't post. Well, that's, that's definitely helpful, especially once they've made it to that age that they can kind of voice that. Yeah. But when they were younger, it was, is it industry specific and would it add value to my followers? Yeah. So another thing that you're really good at is sharing recipes. If you scroll through Jessica's Facebook pages or her Instagram, you'll always see things that look really delicious. I know I hate going to your page just because it always makes me hungry. Um, in and amongst everything else that you're doing, how do you find the time to test recipes? Because that is one thing that I hear from a lot of coaches is, I want to share recipes, but actually taking the time to make them and get everything down, it takes so much time. Do you have any tips for anything about that? Yes, that's a great question. Um, I feed a family, right? And so every time I cook, I photograph like the ingredients and then I photograph the final product and I keep a journal in my kitchen and I write down everything that I'm using and the quantities when I'm preparing it. And if it's not quite right, I make a note after we have dinner, like, I didn't like this about this recipe, retest it with this change. Okay. And having that journal in the kitchen that I keep right by my stove has been so helpful. It was a gift for my sister, and it honestly has probably been one of the most beneficial gifts I've ever received. Yeah. So rather than just, you know, saying that Tuesdays at 2 o'clock are your recipe testing time, you're doing this every day as you're cooking just in general. Exactly. Like I don't set aside time from it for it. And all my photos are off my iPhone. So I don't even get into fancy food photography or anything like that. Um, otherwise, I probably would never get it done. Right. Yeah. No, that's a brilliant idea. I've never heard of anyone doing it that way before, but I love it. Um, and then where do you find inspiration for new things? Because, you know, it, it oftentimes as, you know, a health coach or someone who's coming up with recipes feels like everything's been done before. So how do you kind of combat that? Um, I'm a cookbook hoarder, <laughs> but I only buy cookbooks that have really beautiful photos in them. And when I'm feeling like I need inspiration, I kind of just open up my pantry and refrigerator and see what ingredients do I have. And then I'll just thumb through some of my cookbooks to see similar foods. Okay. And I do this weird thing. I have a sheet of paper next to my cookbooks so that I can flip it open, look at the photos, but not look at their recipe because I don't ever oh. want to feel like I accidentally used someone else's content, but I like the visual inspiration. That's a really great idea because then you like – you might accidentally copy it by chance, but you're totally coming up with it based on the title and the image itself. Yeah. And I always look at like a few things or even go to Google and type in the ingredients and just see what um, other recipe, like food combinations, because I've 
learn to combine foods that I wouldn't have combined just by typing in ingredients into the Google search bar. Yeah. Wellness makers who are out there looking into recipe creation, seriously, you need to write this down right now. <laughs> um, that I have never heard of anyone doing that, but that is absolutely genius. Thank you. Um, at, so as an entrepreneur, what has been the most difficult thing for you? <sighs> this will sound funny, but laundry and dirty dishes. <laughs> And I know everybody deals with it, but when you work from home, it can really get in the way of your productivity when every time you look up, you see laundry or dirty dishes. Yeah. And so I've had to schedule time out of the house. Uh, my local coffee shop knows me pretty well because I'll go in there to write okay. if I'm feeling really distracted by chores at home. Yeah. And so if anybody else struggles with that, find a space away from home or find a space at home where you can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely do the same thing. I know my Starbucks Wednesdays tend to be my most productive days just because I go in and yeah, you're absolutely right. Those distractions aren't in front of me. So they're kind of out of mind, out of sight and I can really get shit done. Yeah. And I mean, as food bloggers, like dirty dishes, it's the worst because I'm like, do I have a clean corner on my counter anywhere to take this photo? <laughs> right. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm so not fancy at all. I'm just like a clean corner is all I need. Right. Yeah, definitely. And what would you say your absolute favorite thing of being an entrepreneur has been? The time freedom. Yeah. Um, building my schedule around my lifestyle. I homeschool my youngest son and help out on his high school mountain biking team. And the fact that if we are really in a funk – we just load up our bikes and go for a ride. And I could never do something like that when I had a corporate job. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I love how involved you are in his homeschooling. And, you know, you've definitely gotten out there with his mountain biking. I love seeing your pictures of all of it. I think it's, it's been fun that the mountain biking, I'm probably more addicted than he is now. And it started because of him. <laughs> yeah. Funny how that ends up working out. Yes. <laughs> Anything else that you think the Wellness Magic Maker community needs to know about um, your journey or building a health coaching business in general? I think when it comes to building a health coaching business, you just have to be really authentic. Mm -hmm. um, and that just means so many things. Like, Be authentic in what you're sharing on social media and don't share because this is what other health coaches are sharing or what you think you're supposed to do. Share about who you are and what it means to you. And same with the opportunities. Yeah. Don't just say yes to all of them. Say yes to the ones that are meaningful to you. Otherwise, you'll be frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that really light you up. That's so many health coaches struggle with having enough time for everything because they do just say yes to everything. Yeah. And, you know, I have been there and I think that's why I can speak from that experience. I felt like I had to do one-on-one -on -one health coaching and group health coaching and all of these things. And even, you know, I see so many great podcasters out there like you and I was like, oh, maybe I should be doing a podcast. And, you know, it's like, but we only have so many hours in the day, so I have to choose the ones that are the ones I can shine at. Right. Exactly. And 
Yeah. And so I'm glad that we have amazing podcasters like you putting really good podcasts out. But if we're all just doing it for the sake of doing it, there's going to be a lot of not good podcasts out there. Yeah. Yeah. And that really goes for, I mean, anything, not just podcasts. Absolutely. And that's just a great example because all my friends seem like they're podcasting these days. And it's (laughs) like, oh man, am I missing the boat on something? Right. Well, and it's so easy to feel that comparisonitis, like, oh, everyone else is doing this, so I probably should be too. But that's not always the best answer for it. Mm-hmm. And same with like one-on-one health coaching versus group health coaching. Like you're going to find your niche and do that. Yeah. The one that feels good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So are you ready for the lightning round? Yes. Okay. What song do you listen to when you want to feel motivated? Uh, Walking on Sunshine. Ooh. I don't even know who sings it, but I know that's the song. (laughs) It's already playing in my head, so thanks for that. You're welcome. It's going to go on all day now. (laughs) It will. It will. If you had a magic wand that would grant you any wish right this instant, what would you wish for? The dirty dishes to be done. (laughs) (laughs) Are there a lot of them today? There's not, but I can see them from where I'm sitting. <laughs> what TV show could you watch over and over again? This one's going to show my age. Um, Saved by the Bell. All right. It's a good one, though. I remember it watching it. I have every episode on DVD. <laughs> How about your favorite flavor of ice cream? Salted caramel. Ooh, yum. I could go for some of that right now. Always the caramel. <laughs> How about a favorite classic Disney movie? I'm so not Disney. Um, I think even as a kid, I didn't like children's movies. All right. Totally okay. (laughs) How about a dream vacation destination? Anywhere that has epic mountain biking. I'm thinking somewhere in South America. Ooh. I've never thought of South America as a mountain biking place. But as soon as you said that, like, I'm thinking of all of the mountains, and I'm sure it's great down there. I follow this uh, mountain biking retreat company, and they're always leading ones down there. And I was like, all of them look good. Very cool. Very cool. I hope that if and when you do it, you share lots and lots of photos. And if you need a translator, I, you know, can somehow become a contortionist and fit in your suitcase. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) What is your astrological sign? Aries. Aries. Favorite movie? Here on Earth. Ooh. I don't know that I've ever seen that. I've heard of it, but I don't think I've seen it. It has uh, Chris Klein in it, and it's a really sad movie, but I just think it's a sweet message. Cool. And last, your favorite quote. Oh, boy. This is a hard one. (laughs) I, you know, I can't say that there's ever any quote that really comes to mind for me. You had one on your podcast, though, with your VA. Um, fear is excitement without breath. No, it was the other one. And I even meant to write it down when I listened to it, and I didn't. But I was like, oh, that's a good one. And it was a fear-based one, though. I'll have to go back and listen to yeah. what it was. I don't remember now. I guess you know, on the concept of fear, I have a necklace that says face everything and rise. And it's because of fear. And I really do love that necklace. So I could go with that as my favorite quote. That is a really great one. 
Yeah. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me for just a few minutes today, Jessica. I really think that the Wellness Magic Maker community can get a ton out of your message and, and kind of your journey and everything you've been through. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Thanks for listening to the Wellness Magic Makers podcast. Be sure to head over to glamgirlglow.com backslash podcast to check out the show notes. And if you've loved what you heard today and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe in iTunes. Or if you haven't already, leave a review. Both are greatly appreciated and help this podcast be seen by more people. Until next time, bye. Bye.